Hutch, thank you so much for that. Senator Kramer, I apologize for that, but obviously safety first for our viewers, so appreciate Absolutely. you sticking around, sir. Um, one quick thing that I do want to say thank you to President AMLO is the fact that many people don't realize that illegal immigration at our border is way down. I know you ran on that, and a big part of that is because he created that National Guard in Mexico with 25,000 people. Just you're the latest that you know what's happening with the wall and illegal immigration. Yeah, I, I don't know a lot, Chris, other than when there's not a lot of news, it's generally good news. When <laughs> I've been down to the wall, and I see those those Mexican National Guard guardsmen protecting, guarding the wall. It, it's, it's sort of interesting because here we're having this policing debate in the United States where uh, Democrats like Joe Biden want to get rid of the police departments and mayors of places like Minneapolis want to defund the police. Well, there they just the very presence of a few soldiers along that border has made a lot of difference. Now, throw on top of that, you know, a pandemic and, uh, and yes. a loss of a lot of economic opportunity. And, you know, you have the makings of, of less traffic, but we cannot forget what can happen in a different scenario. And we, that's why the wall needs to continue to be built. It is, it's, I think it's going, it's, it's probably going slower than Donald Trump um, would like it to. It's certainly going slower than I'd like it to, but one more reason why we need another term, if you don't mind my saying so. <laughs> Senator, I want to get into this judge making the decision about the Dakota Access Pipeline. I mean, this is right in your wheelhouse. You're on the committee for the environment, uh, environmental works there. You were a former public service commissioner. so. What, what's your take on this judge's decision, one, and two, they're saying they want all the oil out by August 5th. I mean, is that even possible for energy transfer partners? Well, Chris, technologically, it's not possible. I mean, this is a pragmatic matter. You can't get rid of all the oil by that time. But beyond that, it's a, it was a wrongheaded and unreasonable order. First of all, the, the question of the operation of the pipeline is not even a question before the judge. What's before the judge is this question of the permit underneath what is amounts to 0.02% of the entire pipeline. That is underneath, of course, uh, um, the Missouri River south of Bismarck. But what's peculiar about this judge, Judge Bosberg, is he issued an order really on the same topic of whether a pipeline should cease, op this pipeline should cease operation during the course production of a, at the time it was a supplement to their environmental assessment. Remember, this is a debate about is an environmental assessment adequate or in, in this case, now the judge says, no, they need a full-blown environmental impact statement. Well, this question was before him three years ago. And he concluded then that the pipeline should remain in operation. And he had a finding in his order that said the Corps has largely complied with the NEPA requirements. And, and, and in that same, in that same um, order, he said, that in 2017, the lengthy procedural history of this case shows, moreover, that there has been nothing hasty about the Corps' decision-making thus far. In other words, and by the way, that was only supposed to take six months, and it took about twice that long. Now he's saying you've got to do an entire EIS, which is a, a minimum 13-month, more likely two years or more process. All the while, he has all the evidence he should need and that the pipeline has been operating safely for three years. And uh, it's, it would be a devastating blow to North Dakota, North Dakota's economy, to the movement of, you know, 500 to 600,000 barrels of oil per day from the Bakken. Uh, and it, it reignites all the usual questions. Th think of this, Chris, in a $40 per barrel WTI environment that we're in today, that means that the Bakken's already discounted as a result of our transportation costs. Add another $10 per barrel to the transportation costs when you have to shift yeah. from moving it from the DAPL to, to rail, add you know, at least double the environmental impact due to emissions and um, the safety factor for towns and, and traffic. It's the most nonsensical thing in the world. And frankly, um, 
I think an obviously an appeal has already been filed. He has yes. you know, denied reconsideration. It'll now go to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. But remember, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, Chris, is where the judge wars began in 2013. Yes. I was a freshman House member when when Senator Harry Reid and his Democratic majority at the time decided to pack the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals exactly for things like this because they didn't have a strong enough majority on the court, so they added yep. members to the court, worked around the clock through Christmas Eve, and the Democrats all voted lockstep after he changed the rules from a 60 vote to a 50 vote a majority. And now you're, you know, here we are, North Dakotans dealing with that really bad decision back then. Senator, I've got two minutes, and I have two things I really want you to touch on. And one is this think about this for a moment. This judge is making a decision where he's saying that the Army Corps of Engineers didn't, so it's a government entity, right? which is right. now forcing a private industry to shut down. I want you to just talk for 60 seconds, say that one more question, but the shiver that sends down private industry spines going, wait a second, I thought the government complied. That's not a me, you're gonna shut me down. Well, this is why, Chris, the Department of Justice also needs to get involved in this. They need to defend the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. It can't just be in energy transfer partners, but it is a shiver down the spine because not only it's not just this pipeline, you have this very same yes. week, the Atlantic Coast Pipeline has been shut down as a result of similar tactics. Um, you have the Keystone XL shut down over similar tactics. And what's happened is through, through judge shopping and manipulation of administrative rules and laws that you're speaking of and and finding the right activists to push the right buttons in the right courtrooms. Yes. And you basically shut down America's national security that comes at, uh, you know, at the heels of America's energy uh, dominance. It's and we've got to reverse it. Frightening. Senator, last thing that I want people to understand, too, have you spoken by chance to MHA Nation Tribal Chairman uh, Mark Fox? Because this is going to have a huge impact on the MHA Nation and three affiliated tribes. I have not talked to Mark as, as of yet, but I hope to reach out to him and talk to him soon. Um, you know, Chairman Fox is in a tough spot. Obviously, his yeah. first priority is the MHA nation and the, the wealth and uh, the opportunities for, for them. But, he, you know, he also has a heart, obviously, for government-to-government -government relationships. What I would suggest is that, once again, the Corps of Engineers and, and, and the and Energy Transfer Partners in the state of North Dakota need to sit down with Mike Faith, the chairman down at Standing Rock, and have a true government-to-government -government consultation process and get rid of these environmental left-wing yeah. radicals that have co-opted this important personal relationship. Um, and there can be winners all the way around if we do that. But the problem now is that the, the tribe has been, frankly, co-opted by these much well, more radical people. And Senator, I hate to cut you short, so we appreciate the time. And that's um, the reason I want absolutely. to bring up Chairman Fox, because, I mean, they make so much money off oil. Maybe he's going to have an opportunity to speak with Chairman Faith and create kind of a kumbaya conversation. And Senator, thank you so much for joining us live. We really appreciate it. We know how busy my, you are. My pleasure. We'd love my to have pleasure. you back, okay? Thank yeah, you, again, sir. everybody stay safe out there in that tough weather. Thank you very much. All right, stay with us. With any more new news on the weather, we'll let you know about that. Also, earlier today on Facebook, we asked you, hey, should we reopen the schools here in our area? So we're going to tell you what you told us on that Facebook poll. Also, coming up next, we're going to talk about the beautiful Medora. Stick around. Much more coming up.